This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. The widow of slain Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says she will continue her husband's work promoting democratic change in Russia. NPR's Charles Maines reports the announcement was delivered in a video posted to her late husband's YouTube channel. Yulia Navalnaya was a fixture at her husband's side during his years in Russian opposition politics, witnessing not only Alexei Navalny's speeches, but his repeat arrest and harassment at the hands of authorities. Now Navalnaya says she'll pick up her husband's mantle as President Vladimir Putin's fiercest critic and urge Russians to join her effort. The announcement comes as Russian authorities continue to prevent her family access to Navalny's body, more than three days after prison officials say he lost consciousness and died following a walk. Navalny says the delay is intended to cover up what she calls her husband's murder, but vowed to expose both the real cause of death as well as the Russian officials behind it. Charles Maines, NPR News, Moscow. President Biden says he'd meet with House Speaker Mike Johnson on the stalled bipartisan funding package that includes money for Ukraine. The Senate passed the measure, but Johnson says he won't bring it to the House floor for a vote. They're making a big mistake not responding. Look, the way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations, it's just shocking. I've been for a while. I've never seen anything like this. Johnson's been demanding a meeting with Biden, but Congress is on a break and won't be back until February 28th. And when they do get back, they'll face an urgent deadline to avert a partial government shutdown that would start March 1st, unless Congress acts. The Israeli government has issued a deadline to Hamas return the remaining hostages it took on October 7th or face heavy fighting in southern Gaza. NPR's Deep Hervez has more. Over a million displaced Palestinians have sheltered in Rafah for weeks, where food, water, and medical supplies are scarce, and residents have also been killed and wounded as Israeli forces search for hostages and Hamas fighters. Over the weekend, the situation grew even more desperate when crowds rushing aid trucks were shot at by Israeli police. And now, a warning from Benny Gans, a member of Israel's war cabinet, to Hamas to return the remaining 130 hostages by Ramadan, which begins on March 10th, or prepare for a major military operation in Rafah. President Biden last week said he'd spoken to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and tried to make a case against an operation in Rafah. D. Parvaz, NPR News, Tel Aviv, Israel. Wall Street was closed today in observance of the President's Day holiday. You're listening to NPR News. From Washington. A bill in the Tennessee House of Representatives seemed pretty uncontroversial. It was supposed to honor two recent Grammy Award winners from the Nashville area. As NPR's Anastasia Siulkas reports, a Republican lawmaker approved an honor for the rock group Paramore, but blocked one for Allison Russell, who won the Grammy for Best American Roots performance for her song Eve Was Black. With my black Black magic blood with my black blood. Representative Jeremy Faison told the Tennessean he thought it was appropriate to, quote, press pause on an honor for Russell, who is a progressive voice. 
In a statement to the Tennessean, Paramore singer Haley Williams wrote, quote, The blatant racism of our state leadership is embarrassing and cruel. Paramore, which is comprised of three white musicians, said it will not accept any acknowledgement from the Tennessee House. Back to your black skin, back to the innocence, back to the shine you lost when you enslaved your kid. In a social media posting, Russell thanked her supporters and progressive politicians in her adopted state, including Representative Justin Jones, who nominated both her and Paramore for the Tennessee state honor. Anastasia Tsilkas, NPR News, New York. In Germany, Lufthansa airline workers at seven airports, including those in Berlin and Munich, are set to strike in a few hours this overpay. The workers' union says it will be a 24-hour strike Tuesday after talks last week broke down. More are scheduled on Wednesday. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR.